Back at the beginning of the year, we checked in with Rob Holmes, the new president and CEO of Texas Capital Bank Shares. And the bank had just decided to take itself off the market. There was this big merger pending. Nope, got to go it alone. And what Rob Holmes has been doing is finding a way to carve out an identity for Texas Capital over the last few months. He's done it, and he joins us again right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me. Thank you. It's such a crowded field out there. There's so many... I mean, I look at this area, there's so many banks moving here. There are big banks and regionals and super regionals and locals and Schwab and Fidelity and J.P. Morgan Chase. How do you stand out in a crowd like that? Well, thanks for having me, and, and uh, it's a great question and, and obviously a good one. I would say the strategy that we laid out yesterday was designed specifically to have us stand out we need to be more relevant to the clients that we have. And what I mean by that is we were a middle market wholesale bank. We did not have segment the proper segmentation for business banking or corporate banking. It was the same client journey. What you need is very different bankers with different skill sets and different products and services in business banking, middle market banking, corporate banking. The buying patterns are different. The products and services are different. The solutions are different. The skills are different. So we we did that. We expanded our segmentation. We needed more products and services. So as the clients go along that journey, they graduate from a business banking client using really just maybe treasury or commercial card in the middle market. Now they need a syndicated loan to corporate where they go to the bond market or what have you. We needed to expand our platform as well. Again, um, being more relevant to clients in more segments. And so that's how we're doing it. And I'm really excited about it. It's, um, I think what's really important is um, one person said to me after the call yesterday, maybe you're being too aspirational. I don't think so. Our clients today are using the products and services that we're talking about expanding right. into already. But you've got to have all the tools, and I understand that. But it in but it comes down to people too, doesn't it? Because I mean, it's if you just want to deposit, you know, money or transfer money, you can do that electronically. But what you're talking about is really people centric. You've got to hire, or maybe you've got the people you need, but but you got to have the right people, don't you? No doubt about it. that's the most important thing. The thing I'm most excited about when I tell people where we're going and what the plan is before we announced it. It was literally the key to me being able to attract some of the very best people in what they do. My CIO was CIO of a bigger company. My CHRO was CHRO of a bigger company. The woman in head of treasury services was, was in charge of a business much bigger, global scale. My head of risk, much bigger, um, national scale, but much more complicated uh, company. Uh, well, you, you, came, you came from J.P. Morgan Chase, a much bigger company. I did. And what we're talking about is come here for the financial services firm that we want to be, not for who we are today. And and the, here, here, David, this is what has been really cool to see. It's, it's confirming of my thesis, because when I bring somebody very talented and well-respected and well-liked onto the platform, guess what? They have people calling them saying, bring me to, take me. Right. So talent is hard. It, trust me, I talk like it's easy. It's not. It's impossible. But when you hire the right person, you instantly know it by the crowd that follows he or she.
But what you're talking about is not a, a, a three-month or six-month exercise. I mean, it's, it's going to take time. It's going to take money, too. It's going to take time. It's going to take money. But the risk-adjusted return is really, really good. And as we shift to a much higher quality earning stream, the value of this firm, it'll, it's going to, and remember, for every period, we're still going to go up in tangible book value. It, we're not losing money, not even close. We're just growing expenses a little more than we're growing revenues for a little while to be able to invest. So we have a lot, we have more capital than we've ever had. We have the proper amount of liquidity. It's being done safe and sound. And this is by far the best investment for our shareholders. You're, you're opening up, uh, you're adding to a broker dealer too. I, I, does this mean you take on Merrill Lynch and Fidelity and Robinhood and Schwab? That's a crowded <laughs> so field too. <laughs> no, no, no. So let's, let's talk about investment bank real quick. It's, 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 more simple than maybe that appears, but you do need to have the right um, corporate structure and risk and controls, et cetera. So we already do loan syndications. We already do uh, foreign exchange. We already do swaps. Um, some of that will be in the broker dealer. Some of that will actually be in the bank. It'll be managed by the person that manages broker dealer though. Just think broker dealer as a legal construct, not line of business. It's an investment banking line of business. So we already it's do another tool. That's right. And we already do, and we already do debt offerings. So, and so, um, in public debt offerings. We don't lead them, but you know, we, we, we work with companies to do that. So as we get the proper approvals to be able to do that on our own with, um, uh, and, we, and we expanded those product services, all we're doing is keeping more of what we already do. Another firm we refer to to do our swaps and they work to us. Another firm we refer to to do all those other things. And another firm we refer M&A business to and we know that they value our advice because our clients are doing the business with the firm we refer them to. So we're not doing something that that is um, far afield. It's adjacent. And the two other things that we're adding real quickly will be M&A and then the you know, agency trading. I mean, it's not proprietary trading. It's not market making. It's agency trading, flow trading. It's, it's not risk of capital. So you're not giving business away. So that's, we're, that's what we're going to try to do. Okay, we want to so, be more relevant to the clients we have. Okay. So jump forward. Where, where are we headed five years from now? You've, you've implemented all this, what probably in a year, year and a half and five years from now, what's the footprint? What does Texas capital look like? Do you want to be, you know, a super regional or, or what's, what's the aspiration? Well, look, we're, we're, we want to be more relevant to our clients. The beauty of this is it's consistent with making the bank more safe and sound with more stable funding. The way we're funded now is perfect. I mean, I mean, it is, is, is perfectly fine. Many of our peers are funded the same way, but it's not optimal. As we move down the, the, the platform with more treasury services products, we will be able to have more core operating accounts which will be a lower cost of capital and make us a stronger bank. When we add the products and services, we grow our private wealth and we go into investment banking. We expand our fee income and make our, our, our earnings more, more valuable and sustainable and away from dependency on our balance sheet. So what you have for three or four years from now is a higher earning stream or more valuable earning stream and a safer capital structure. I, I got to ask you about the right now. To, I'm curious, 
we've had this second string of COVID-19, this Delta variant come out. And in a lot of sectors, it's really pushed people off to the sideline again. What about business? Are they, they, it seemed like they were reluctant to borrow money, to do the expansion, to, to, to grow. Are, are you seeing loan demand up? I, I think, well, loan demand right this moment is pretty flat. But I will say it just totally depends on uh, the sector because some sectors are absolutely expanding. Others are flat. Others are in, in, in not in great shape. But it is seem to be healing. Like our, our commercial real estate portfolio in our hospitality segment, which we cater to, we do a great job in, we have great clients in, it's, it's healing or healed. I mean, it's going, doing really, really well, believe it or not. Um, and so what we're seeing the disruptors being just as much as COVID today is a scarcity of talent, scarcity of labor, uh, supply chain, uh, cost, inflation. Those things are much more talked about today that it seems that the virus even is. Yeah, and, and it seems to be industry agnostic, too. Everybody's saying exactly the same thing in areas I never would imagine. I mean, uh, you know, they can't make sofas because you can't get the, the, the stuffing to go inside sofas. That supply chain's dead. It's, and it's slowing down, you know, home building, and there's a huge demand in home building, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, in Dallas, Fort Worth today, it may take you 10 to 12 months to get a new home. Wow. Well, look, uh, it's a great vision, and it's going to be fun to, to watch it play out. Uh, Rob Holmes is the CEO, president of Texas Capital Bank Shares. We enjoyed our visit, always do, and look forward to the next one. Thank you, sir. Thank you, David. You do a great job. Thanks a lot. Uh, for more of our conversation with Mr. Holmes, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.